I'm Jason Scott. And I'm Andy Bird. And today on the show, we're speaking with Akshay Ahuja. He is the co-founder and CEO of Trainiac. Uh, Andy, so this is actually a conversation that uh, Akshay and I had a, uh, a chance to have a few months ago now. Uh, but he actually penned a story for us for on, on the website called yeah. uh, Gyms and Health Clubs Must Adapt to the New Normal. Obviously, everyone's kind of got uh, an idea of what we mean by that concept. But, <laughs> it seems to change um, every day. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, things things are changing every day. But um, basically, you know, in, in the wake of the pandemic, uh, what can gyms and, and health clubs and uh, fitness facilities do to kind of reconceptualize um, their business models and uh, kind of sell their members on a new idea of um, you know what the, what they get uh, with their membership? Um, so it's an interesting conversation about just kind of uh, bringing. Um, you know, digital offerings to members and uh, yeah. hybridizing your model. Um, so if you uh, happen to run a fitness facility, it's uh, it's going to be uh, really educational. So um, with that, let's go ahead and get to the interview. Uh, we'll, we'll do that right after a quick break. Athletic Business Magazine is a trade publication that 40,000 athletics, fitness, and recreation professionals rely on to find the tips, trends, and products they need to be successful. Want to join? Head on over to athleticbusiness.com slash subscribe to get started or renew your free subscription. Akshay, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, can you just uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and, and uh, your, your background and uh, a little bit about Trainiac? Sure thing. Uh, my name is Akshay. I uh, live here in Seattle, Washington. I've been doing, I've been living here for about 10 years, 10, 11 years now. I mm-hmm. uh, grew up in Toronto, Canada, and then moved out west um, about a decade ago or so. Um, did stints at Microsoft and Facebook um, in, the, in the advertising world. Um, and through that journey, one of the things that um, started to grow priority in my life was uh, health and wellness and fitness in general. Um, you know, these jobs are pretty demanding, there's a lot of travel, um, hours can be all over the place. And I found that it was very hard to get into uh, a workout routine and a wellness routine that actually made, made sense. I um, saw a lot of people around me struggle. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it was interesting because, you know, in the last five to 10 years, like just think about the amount of health and wellness innovation we've had. Think about all the different fitness products that are out there. Um, but you know, if you actually look at the underlying numbers, uh, we actually haven't gotten that much more active. We still have like close to 80% of the population, at least in the U.S., not working out enough. And we're actually like, we're eating worse and sleeping less. Like, you know, all these billions of dollars have exchanged hands, but things are actually getting worse, unfortunately. And I felt this personally. Mm-hmm. And so my co-founder and I, Frank, you know, we were like, well, what is it going to really take to build out a habit? And we spent about two years experimenting in this space to understand what it takes to build habits. And, you know, that's kind of where Trainiac was iterated and born, where now it, it provides you a one-on-one expertise uh, by working with a nationally certified trainer. That's what Trainiac does. It's an app mm-hmm. available on the App Store. You can do it completely on your own time, in your own space. It's all about getting rid of all the inertia of, of getting going, having a clear plan on what you need to do, and then 
making sure you get past any struggle periods that all of us face, right? Like fitness is a journey. Whenever you face that struggle period, this person, these trainers are amazing. They're there to help you, you get past that. And, and we found that it's a very effective way to build a long-term habit of, of exercising. Great. Um, now you wrote a story for uh, athleticbusiness.com actually under the headline, gyms and health clubs must adapt to the new normal. Um, obviously yeah. I think uh, we kind of have a rough idea of, of uh, what you mean there, but can you describe what you meant by the new normal? Sure. Yeah. You know, the, these were some, some trends. Um, we we kind of look at data nationally with our clients and, and the fitness industry in general. So some of these trends were already starting to take place where people were thinking about, okay, I want a little bit more control over when and where I can work out. And, you know, there's a lot of fitness services out there that help do that. Um, but what we found when the shelter in place hit was things kind of fast forwarded about 10 years um, into the future, like within months, um, as I'm sure you've heard a lot of people say before. Uh, one of the things we saw was people all over the country were setting up spaces at home to work out. Um, and so you can imagine, I, I'm sure, you know, if you've tried to get equipment, it was really hard to get equipment. Equipment was sold out everywhere, right? Like sure. dumbbells yeah. were, were going for several dollars a pound. And, um, but what people did was either create dedicated spaces or flex spaces in their home where they not only worked out, but they got a great workout, mm -hmm. right? There was this like underlying thinking for many people in the country, which was like, if I want a real workout, I go to the gym. And if I can't go to the gym, then I do like a kind of workout at home. Mm -hmm. That mindset has shifted because people actually felt a real workout happening at home. Um, that memory and th those spaces and those equipment that are set up are not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so the, the new normal that's happened is that, you know, you're going to have a portion of your population that will completely move working out at home just for the sake of saving time and money. But, you know, there's going to be a large portion of people that think about, doing some sort of a hybrid model. Maybe you don't need to commute to the gym every single time you want to work out. Uh, maybe you can do a portion of your workouts at home and do get a great workout there. Sure. And that essentially changes the way the gyms and, and studios want to think about their customers. Um, right. And, and so that is that new normal that, that gyms need to figure out how to deal with. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. You touched on, um, just the way that some of the trends that uh, you've been seeing uh, for the last couple of years have just really accelerated, of course, uh, across the course of this pandemic uh, that yep. we're all dealing with. And I think that it touches on virtually every aspect of the industries that we cover at Athletic Business. So, um, you know, that's a really great point there. Um, I wanted to circle back to the, uh, the story that you wrote for AB. Um, in that story, you touched on the importance uh, for gyms and health clubs of offering some kind of digital platform for members. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about your thinking there? Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if I was a, a gym owner or a studio owner right now, I think the first thing I'd have to really internalize is that because there has been a permanent shift in behavior from consumers, which is actually the toughest thing to change, right? It takes a long time to change consumer behavior, but because of the circumstances we've been placed in, it happened. We, the, the facilities cannot just wait for this to finish. Like mm -hmm. once the vaccine is out, it's not like, okay, great. Everything's back open now and it's all back to normal. That's right. And so want to think about your, your members as, as beyond, um, beyond who comes into your facility, basically the four walls that would make a gym no longer exist. 
um, in order for you know the, the the to be able to command the membership prices that make sense, how can you actually have a hybrid digital and physical space that people are going to be a part of, a community they're going to be a part of? Mm-hmm. So, what does that mean? It, it it basically means thinking about where really does your strength lie. Um, is it providing digital classes so that you can you can bring in more of those people that may not be coming into your facility? Does it mean really doubling down on your brand? Um, is there something unique and niche about your community that will attract people to you? Um, does it mean building technology on your own or partnering with a technology provider that helps you, you know, track your clients and, and bring them into your brand um, outside of the four walls of your gym? Um, mm-hmm. Or a combination of many of those things. Now, there's a lot of different business models that are gonna be, they're going to have to be experimented with. But the, the, the trend that's going to play out is as soon as you move things digitally, which you know, you're going to have to do if people are going to be outside of your gym doing workouts, um, that essentially means that you're competing at a much larger scale. Mm-hmm. A gym or a studio that may be competing with others in their zip code now potentially could be competing nationally. Right. Right. And so that could cause a massive consolidation to take place um, unless there's something unique that you offer. And so right now, the facilities have the opportunity to really think about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, they they should take their time to figure out what that means for them and experiment with different ideas Uh, because you're going to see a series of these brands really kind of gain massive audiences. This is a really good opportunity, like any any facility right now in the country can access people hundreds of thousands of miles away. Um, right. If you get ready for it, you could be, you know, th- that, that person or those set of people that do that. That's great. Um, now, one of the things that uh, a lot of our uh, readers like to, um, you know, what a lot of our readers hear from their members is that, um, you know, what's, what's so important to uh, their, their club environment is the community that you built. Um, you know, and, and that community aspect of that. Um, can you maybe just uh, talk about the challenges to creating a kind of uh, community kind of feeling in a digital-only environment? Yeah. Uh, I think that's where, you know, it's it, it different depending on whether you're a pure digital solution or you're a hybrid solution. Right. Um, I think the there's pros and cons to to starting to build out the community digitally. Um, one is that you have 24-7 access to that community. You have new mediums with that community. Now, right. nothing ever replaces meeting somebody in person face-to-face and really feeling the energy of a crowd in a facility. But you have now the ability to share content and video in messages through devices. Um, think about if that person is working out at home using potentially your workout, you have a brand new medium there to be able to build that community. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, so I think, you know, the, the brands that have really, um, I think, done well building virtual communities have not let the fact that they're not there physically get in the way. Um, right. Not trying to mimic the in-person experience online, but leaning on what are the pros of the online experience. Um, the ability for you to interact with a much larger scale of people Mm -hmm. than you could. Mm -hmm. People from, you know, different parts of the country potentially 
put it, bring that community into one place is, is very difficult to do if you're focused on one locality. The ability sure. to share content, to connect with people at, at you know, hours of the day where they may not be coming into a facility, these are all really, really big opportunities. Right. And it sounds like, you know, like this is just a part of, uh, of, an un, of a growing strategy, basically. Like this is a developing trend, um, but this is only one part of, of kind of the way that people need to adapt to what you, what you discussed in your uh, piece for us, which is th this new normal. So obviously, like the in-person aspect and, and the, you know, the brick and mortar facility itself uh, is an important piece of this as well. But um, perhaps the time is right to start kind of thinking about um, digital stuff in a, in a different way, uh, different than we would have maybe last year or the year before. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's, it's a growth in scope. Mm -hmm. And it's an introduction of a new opportunity. It is not a replacement. I think that's like the really key thing. This is not like, all right, every gym out there has to go and build their own app. It's not about that. It's just understanding that now that your consumers are doing more outside, you, your, your growth of your brand and your offering needs to expand to fit that reality. Mm -hmm. Now, um, you spoke uh, a couple of times of, uh, about uh, a hybrid model. Uh, can you maybe just kind of expand uh, what, what, what you mean by that? I mean, obviously, I, I'm guessing you mean, you know, in person and uh, online, but can you maybe just, uh, you know, go, go a little bit deeper on that subject? Yeah. So, you know, a hybrid model, we can define it as somebody's workout routine is done in more than one place. Okay? Mm -hmm. And just to keep it simple for now, let's say those two places are your facility and their home as the two places, right? So what do, does somebody get when they come to your facility? They get that real in-person community feeling. They get access to equipment. They potentially get expertise. For some people, they're going to feel a sense of accountability by being into, inside that facility. But the behavior change and just the logistics of it mean that your clients will partially work out at home. Mm. What, is, what do they need for that experience to be a part of your community? and a part of your brand. That's the thing to think about. So does it mean that if somebody's working with a trainer, that they are actually following a plan that works seamlessly between whether they're at your facility or they're, you're at their home, taking them towards one singular goal, making all a part of one plan. That could be one way to think about it. Or it could mean the classes that they may attend in person, they can attend a virtual version of that exact same class in their home. Um, it's structuring the experience in a way where the digital and the physical seamlessly work with each other towards one common goal right. and not thinking about it as two totally different things. Um, so, you know, when I think about hybrid, that's probably where the majority of the population is going to end up sitting. Mm -hmm. um, right now, the pendulum has swung completely one way, just pure due to like requirements, right? Of us right. physically not being able to do it. But when things open back up, it is going to swing back and it's going to fall somewhere in the middle. And that's a really, really cool opportunity. It's actually a chance for you to increase engagement. Even though somebody's coming into your facility less, the overall engagement of your members could actually increase by you playing a role in that. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, those are, there's, there's many different ideas and business models with people much smarter than me that are going to come up with this, but that's the basic essence behind it. Well, it sounds like it's a real opportunity to actually, you know, get to get to the root of some of the problems that you addressed at the beginning of the conversation in terms of, you know, um, 80% of the, you know, the country is not um, getting the exercise or the, you know, um, you know, the amount of movement that they, they need to be getting. And like, you know, like we're exchanging all of this money, like the fitness industry is, is booming. 
and yet, you know, like it's right. not necessarily paying off for, um, you know, in terms of uh, people's getting results and, um, you know, creating positive change in their lives. So uh, a real nice opportunity. Yeah, I think that's that's a really, really important point to touch on. If we look at a macro level, right, not at the individual businesses level, but at a macro level, <laughs> I think the shift will overall make us healthier people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's if increasing the ability to work out, making it easier to access that expertise, to access that accountability at scale, means that we have a healthier nation, uh, means that there's less burden on the healthcare system, um, means that there's more economic opportunity. Imagine if everybody in the country started to work out one more time per week than they used to. That's, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and right. I think that's, that's the road we're headed. So it's, it's, it's a really, really cool opportunity for everybody in the industry. Right. And I, I'm glad that you brought up that, um, you know, that healthcare, uh, piece as well, just because we, we know, and, uh, you know, it's becoming increasingly clear to us that, you know, exercise is, is a form of, you know, preventive medicine. And, uh, you know, the, the more that we're able to kind of engage in healthy habits, uh, the healthier that we are not in terms of just, you know, like physical fitness, but like literally like, you know, long-term and, and, you know, combating disease and, uh, aging and things like that as well. So, um, that's an important yeah, aspect. Yeah, uh, I, totally. Uh, you know, we, we're seeing more and more, um, through not just trends of fitness services, but you also look at the amount of devices that are being bought by people like things like Fitbit and watches and, and people really are looking to take control over their health. Mm -hmm. um, taking that control over their health means leaning on, you know, fitness and wellness um, as a as a preventative measure. Um, you know, I think the the population is is working their way towards understanding that fitness is is not just an aesthetic tool. Right. It is not just this thing you do weeks before hitting the beach. Right. Um, it is like an essential uh, health service. Um, and the more we think of it that way, I think, uh, the more, the more we normalize just doing it every day as you would brush your teeth. And, and that's, I think that's the, the, the meta point of where we should be heading to in the industry. Absolutely. Uh, well, before I let you go, um, first of all, thank you again for joining us, um, on, on the podcast today. Thank uh, you. Is there anything else that, um, we should, uh, discuss, uh, as far as, uh, just getting any, anything else out to, to the audience that we haven't. Uh, touched on yet uh, this afternoon. Uh, no, I, I just want to, you know, double click on the point for anybody in this, in the industry out there, don't wait for this thing to pass by. Things have changed. Um, and it, it, you know, trying to experiment and work on that new reality yesterday um, is going to be crucial to the future. There's going to be some uh, new leaders that'll come out after this pandemic is over. And those are the people that, you know, look at this as, as a new opportunity and really, really get going on it. So that's the only thing I would urge everybody out there that's, that's listening to it. Other than that, I think we're probably in the most exciting time in the fitness industry ever in history. Um, consumers are hungry. Uh, we know it's important. And so um, get out there with excitement and figure out how you want to live in this new world. I think that's a great uh, place to end it. Uh, again, uh, Akshay Ahuja, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. AB Today is a daily e-newsletter that provides professionals within the athletics, fitness, and recreation industry with relevant, fast-reading nationwide stories. Sign up at athleticbusiness.com slash e-news and enjoy great content from Athletic Business every weekday. 
welcome back. Jason, awesome conversation. Um, definitely something that I think is on the minds of a lot of our listeners, uh, just in terms of how they get to that new normal. Because um, it's definitely going to look a little different than it did before. Uh, everything closed down and uh, it's definitely going to be important for them to figure out how to, how to bring members back into the gym safely and with confidence. That's right. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, adaptability is, is really the name of the game uh, for the fitness industry and really, you know, all of the industries that have been uh, impacted by uh, the pandemic over the last year. Um, so uh, really just kind of being able to uh, grow and change and, and just kind of, um, you know, live in this new normal and inhabit this right. new space that we're that we're in. Absolutely. Um, before we close out here, just uh, one important uh, housekeeping item, uh, which is a great little tip for our, our listeners. Um, it hasn't been announced yet, but we will be extending the deadline for showcase submissions to March 26th. Um, That's right. So get those projects in. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, like uh, this is... Uh, we, we, we do this every episode, it seems like, but the, the, the showcase is uh, something that we're really proud of, always really excited of, uh, about. And so if you've got a great new facility uh, project that you would like to see featured in uh, athletic business and share with our audience, you know, please uh, get those projects to us by March 26th. Yep, definitely. Uh, and I think that's actually going to do it for this episode. Um, so thanks so much for listening uh, to the the Athletic Business Podcast. We uh, appreciate your listenership so much. Uh, thanks for kind of hanging with us uh, as we grow this thing and uh, record remotely uh, during the, the pandemic. So uh, really, really appreciate appreciate you so much. Um, see you next time. Uh, and until then, take it easy.